The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There's a rabbi in Bnei Barak. He was teaching his community about the power of tefillah. And he shared with them a story that happened with him. He was traveling abroad to do a, an outreach seminar in Chutz La'aretz. Anyway, as they get to the airport in Israel, they ask around in the, in the terminal before the plane takes off, did anyone not pray Arbit? Slowly but surely, they gather a minyan together. Everyone is praying together. They have a quite a large minyan. All of a sudden, right as they start Amida, what do you hear? Right? You know how it is, right? I don't know why they hire people who have speech impediments I have a cold. But either way, the point is, you hear all of a sudden on the loudspeaker, flight 175 to uh, wherever they're going is departing. Final call. Right? Yeah. Okay. So all of a sudden, everyone started Amidah one minute ago. You have people finish Amidah record time. Finish Amidah faster than it takes the time to turn the pages. Faster than a bolt of lightning. Day one minute Amidah, right? 60 seconds. They heard the announcement. They ran. They went and got on the plane. Some people, my friends, are able, they're able to stick it out. They stick it out a little bit more, right? They're, they're three minutes. Amidah. Some guys, even though you know they're going to miss the plane, they, you know, they're committed to praying the way they're going to pray. They're praying six, seven, eight minutes. After, maybe they're going to miss the plane because I'm in the middle of tefillah. How could I run away? This rabbi says, I prayed. He says, I prayed for eight minutes. He says, how do I know how long I prayed for? I don't usually know. But we, I know that when I started praying the Amidah, I looked to see what time the flight was boarding. And I looked to see what time it was now. So I know what time I started the Amidah. So in the eight minutes, they went from not ready to board, to ready to board, to final call, to we're leaving without you. Anyway, I grabbed my stuff. I ran to the airplane, right? He's the last group of people running to the airport, though. Burning to the airplane. Except for one woman is still praying there. She prayed longer than everyone, longer than the rabbi. Guy runs to the plane. He gets on the plane. He tells the, 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 the steward, he says, listen, he says, we just finished praying. When we started praying, you weren't even boarding. Then you rushed everyone to board, but we were in the middle of praying. He said, there's a girl, she's still praying the Amidah, praying so beautifully, you know. Is there any way you could still wait? The guy says, listen, I can give you five minutes more. He says, because we started boarding late. But he says, but more than that, everyone's already on board. We can't have them wait for someone, even if it's not her fault. The rabbi says, okay, thank you very much. Anyway, what happens? Within the next couple of minutes, right? They're, all of a sudden, they hear from the loudspeaker of the thing, ladies and gentlemen, uh, please, we're going to have everyone get off the plane. Unfortunately, we're having some sort of a problem in the cockpit. They saw some smoke in the cockpit. Everyone off the plane until they check it. The whole plane deplanes. They get off the plane. Anyway, Rabbi gets off. Now he's looking for this, for this girl. And what does he see? Right as everyone's deplaning, Hada, Ose Shalomim Romav. Like she's the welcoming committee. No? She finishes her prayer. Within a couple of minutes, uh, they put everyone back on the plane, and now she's perfectly on time. She sits down like everybody else, and the plane takes off. The rabbi, he's got a long flight, pops up, finds this girl in the seat. He says, you know something? I was very impressed. You know, pray the, as long and as, with as much intention as you prayed is very special at any given time. But the minute you hear the words, Flight number 175 is taking off, departing now. Final passage, final boarding call. 
you know, you get any, you get, you know, like tzitz, uh, uh, they would say in, uh, in Jewish. You get like nervous, you get jumpy, you get anxious. To hold your kavanah, even through that, is very difficult. I was very impressed. She says, listen, I'll tell you the truth. She says, I'm about 30 years old. You know, I, my friends got married when I was very young. It took me a very long time now. I can't find anyone to get married to. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to accept on myself for 30 days to pray every word, focused on every word. I don't move on until I said that word with intention, with clarity, without letting my mind, my mind wander. So it takes, me, it takes me quite some time to pray. Anyway, I prayed this afternoon. I have to pray. All of a sudden, I hear like everybody else. And I thought, you know what? This is Hashem testing me. I accepted this on myself, Belineder. And Baruch Hashem, Hashem gave me emunah to say to myself, even if the flight goes, I promised I'm going to pray the right way. And I prayed the right way. And look, Hashem eventually let me get back on the plane and the pl- everything sorted itself out. The rabbi sees that there's something going on here. Anyway, he goes up to the steward. He says, tell me, what happened in the cockpit when I asked you for those extra few minutes? The steward says, I'll tell you the truth. They saw some smoke in the cockpit. They checked it out. They couldn't find anything wrong with the plane. We have no idea why. There's nothing wrong. We ran every test. Everything's fine. But, but just for safety, we had to get everybody off to check it off. So we took everybody off. We checked it out, came back in. It wasn't even a problem. He says, and tell me, why did you ask for five more minutes? He says, I'll tell you, there's a girl. She heard the thing. She was praying. Such devotion. Unbelievable. This guy, the steward, he's a Jewish, Jewish steward. He said, that's amazing. He says, like, I can't believe someone has the faith. Someone has the strength of of character to be able to do that. Anyway, he starts talking to the rabbi. The rabbi says, you know, well, if you're so interested in Judaism and in faith, he says, when we land, I'm going to give this outreach seminar. Why don't you come and join us for one of the classes or something? I said, I'd love that. Anyway, the guy, the steward now comes to the class of the rabbi in this random country. Okay, he comes back so excited back to Israel after this outreach seminar. The guy decides he wants to learn more about Torah, signs up to do one year in yeshiva. The guy spends time learning about the prayers, learning about Shabbat, till he becomes a full-fledged religious person who does everything from, the, from A to Z in the Torah the proper way. And then one day, the guy gets a phone call from a Shadchan, suggesting a magnificent girl. And he goes out with this girl, and turns out who's the girl he's set up with, that he winds up marrying, building a family with and having children with. This girl from the airport who prayed at that flight to be able to get married so that something happens in the cockpit that we don't even know what it is, so that everyone gets off the plane, so that the rabbi could ask the question, so that the guy could be impressed, so that he could go to a seminar, so that he could be worthy of the woman who was praying in the first place, not knowing what she was praying for. And I thought to myself, they could not figure out what fire made that smoke. It turns out it was the fire in his soul. It turns out that there was this guy getting lit up on fire by his neshama, connecting to Borei Olam for the first time in his entire life. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.